Match week 22 in the books. First and second both stumble as Arsenal are taken down by Dyche on his debut at Goodison. And City also lose at Spurs. United win against Crystal Palace, but at what cost as they lose Casemiro to a red card? They also had some midweek action as well. We'll cover all that was from this past match week, from lifeless Liverpool to lavishing Leicester attack. This is the Premiership Perusal Podcast. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! You are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all? Drama from day one! This is the league we want to watch! This is... The Premiership Rules Podcast. <laughs> Once again, for all those at home listening, this is... It's a, it's a double take right there. The Premiership Rusa Podcast. What a weird match week. What a weird match week. I felt good about a lot of matches, and some of them were executed, and some of them are not. Some of them not. Some of them. I cursed my own team, Arsenal, by making Sean Dyche the thumbnail of the last episode. <laughs> You know who's ever on the thumbnail is going to just... They're going to pop off. Yeah. They've been popping off, and they're going to keep popping off. You had Todd Bowley. He got Enzo Fernandez. He's True. just going to keep popping off. True. Now you have Dyche. I don't know what you're going to do this week. Are you going to put... You're just going to go back to putting Arsenal, or are you going to put someone... Putting Wolves, baby. Oh, man. Lopetegui. In honor of... <laughs> yeah, in honor of... Uh, big plumber. Big plumber Wolves Joe. fan that we got out there. Yeah, speaking of Chelsea. What? Speaking of Chelsea. <laughs> we're talking about Todd Bowley and I guess. Enzo Fernandez. I guess. <laughs> we were just talking about Wolves. That's why I was like, what? I was All doing right. a callback to about 15 seconds. That's okay. I, you know, short-term memory, not my strong suit. Yeah, exactly. Every memory, every every moment is a new memory for you. You're yes. going momento Goldfish. style. First match. Of the match week, Chelsea versus Fulham on Friday. Yeah, getting into it. Did you want to do lineups or no? Should we do lineups anymore? Does anyone chat yes or no on lineups? <laughs> the notables on this one being that. Uh, Reese James officially kind of, you know, back without being hurt, I think is the main takeaway from this game and virtually the yeah. only real takeaway um, as far as, Chelsea, the rest of Chelsea's lineup, the debut of Enzo Fernandez. Yep. Mudrick. Yeah, Mudrick, again. official first start. Pretty standard this, for Fulham. The, yeah, to, to talk about Chelsea coming into this game, I, I mean, how long can you play Mount and Havertz? That's true. One or both. I mean, it doesn't, it's two like black holes out there. It doesn't. 
doing it for you. You spend 600 million pounds and you still have Kai Havertz leading the line. Yeah. What a world to live in. <laughs> you, my, you would have thought that would have been a little higher on the priority list. pressing forward, bro. Yeah. That's well, you know, you don't spend much on strikers when you just spent a hundred million pounds on fat ROM. That's true. Uh this one, a little back and forth early on. Uh Chelsea really kind of struggling to get anything going in attack that was pretty notable. Fulham had some chances here and there, but yeah. Half chances at best. Yet they were still even though I don't know. I felt like Chelsea did better in the middle of the field, but Fulham did better kind of pushing past the middle of the field, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, Fulham had the first chance of the game, 25th minute, uh, falling to Pereira, ripping a shot from the edge of the box, saved nicely from Kepa. And then a couple of chances for Mr. Kai Havertz, the man <laughs> of the hour, who just makes you feel like, God, this, this is... He might, you know, the turn man of the moment might... uh You'd think it just applies to like the moment that you're talking about there. His only moment, I think, is the Champions League final. I don't know what That's he'd true. be without scoring on that breakaway. Probably won't be on Chelsea anymore. No. Yeah, a couple chances back-to-back right there, and then there was a chance right before halftime where he had the chip hit off the post mm-hmm. um, and out. Goes in halftime, nil, nil, second half. Little little Mitrovic chance, little Enzo Fernandez. I felt the second half Chelsea played a lot better and controlled <clears throat> the game more. First half the attack was just so poor. Second half they were at least kind of able yeah. to get it going somewhat, even though the attack didn't look leaps and bounds better, but they looked way more in control. Looked like Fulham were just either going to draw or lose. Yeah. Yeah, first half was quite a bit more level. Second half, very much in the favor of Chelsea. Yep. What were your thoughts on Enzo Fernandez? I thought he was really good. I think that he's not a six, though. I think he's an eight. Yeah, I think so, too. And they just kind of have to have him be a six until Conte comes back. Mm -hmm. I think Chelsea have a lot of... uh, I think that their recruiting is good. But they don't, it's not amazing in terms of they don't go for needs specifically. But the guys they brought in, that they look good. Yeah. It's just, I don't know if they're needs in particular. I would say Enzo Fernandez is because anyone in midfield is a need because you're replacing Jorginho by the sounds of it. Might be replacing Kovacic, um, might be replacing Conte. So anything yeah. helps. But I thought it was interesting that they took Mudrik off 45 minutes. Made, in. made no sense. Should have been Mount. Mount was on Mudrick's side half the time anyways. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, I thought that was pretty strange. I mean, Mudrick wasn't involved as much as uh, the first game. No. But I feel more confident in him doing something than Mount. I I don't have any faith in Mason Mount. And, like, what's, what's the point of taking him off? I mean... Here's the thing with Mount and Havertz, too. If you do believe that they're Chelsea quality... Uh, which that's up for debate, but we'll go along and say that they are. If they're having like a terrible stretch, and I get depth, you don't have a ton of it right now. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have to sit them like two games or something just to like clear their heads because throwing them out there and forcing them to just play is not, there's no way that's doing them any 
world of confidence. Yeah. Like how is like you could have pulled Mount off and maybe put like Chukwameka on and let Enzo Fernandez go a little more forward and maybe Chukwameka stays back a little further. Or maybe just, you know, I, I, I don't know, maybe Sterling up top for Havertz. I get he's a wing, but at the same time, he has more natural goal-scoring goal ability than Havertz, I feel like. So, I don't know. But they do put on Fofana, new signing. Maduike came on at halftime. He looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, And that goes back to the, you know, good player, but it's like, is that really what they need? Is that their fit? Only time will really tell, but, Mm -hmm. you know, at least you don't have, like, any guy that looks like a total disaster class right off the bat. So that's one start, I guess, for spending 600 mil. Great picture of Enzo Fernandez holding up the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh I think the big chance was the Fafana play that Tim Ream cleared off the line. Yeah, 79th minute, the breakaway, Fafana getting in behind, getting around Burn Leno. Captain America, Tim Ream right at the, saves the day. Right at the rescue. Gallagher with that chance before, too, where he put it just wide. Mm-hmm. Burn Leno had no, no vision of it whatsoever. If it's on net, it's in. Yeah, it did seem like Chelsea were going to get the winner, but... Fulham. That's just how Chelsea's year has been. Yeah. Although big, yeah, big credit to Fulham. They played well. Kenny Tete, amazing game. Mm-hmm. Tim Ream, as always. Yeah, Kenny I Tete hate, was popping off. I hate seeing stuff like, oh, this is the most underrated eleven, and people put like Tim Ream in there. It's like I don't. I, who's underrating Tim Ream at this point? He might just be one of the best center backs in the league. <laughs> okay. Are we sure? Okay, okay. Let's. This year, you don't think he's down. been in let's form go. enough to be considered one of the best? One of the best. I mean, one of the best. One of the best. One of the best, like ten. five to ten. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I suppose. Yeah. Top ten. There's been some bad center back play this That's year. That's true. <laughs> There's been some bad. That's true. We've seen a lot of bad ones. That's true. So finishes nil nil. Chelsea slowly getting better but how much time does potter have left before you can't i don't know it's one thing if you play a guy like fafana up top too and you're Mm -hmm. like ah well you know you bought this young guy i gotta incorporate him he's gotta get time yeah you know when you're playing kai havertz and like or even if you threw a bombing out there it's like why you're playing these old guys you should be winning if you're playing these old guys if you're playing young guys it's you have a built-in excuse i guess but right potter what percent would you say that he stays with Chelsea by year's end? By the end of the year, I'd say like... Mine's dipped from for sure 100. It's down now to 75. There's a bit of... Yeah, There's the a end bit of the year. creeping in. I The whole not goal scoring is really bad. He's done a good job shoring up the defense, but mm-hmm. the the lack of goal scoring is really alarming. I think 75 is probably where I'm at as well. Okay. More likely he stays than he leaves. I mean, yes. at this point... You never know Todd Bowley at the wheel. That's true, but you would expect if they were going to make a change, it'd probably be in the summer. Oh, for sure. I would say so. Real quick before we move on to Arsenal, do you know where Chelsea rank in the Premier League in terms of clean sheets? Um, No, I don't. They're second in clean sheets. Second, Okay. Interest. How many of those were nil-nil draws? <laughs> Too many. Moving on. 
Moving on to Sean Dyche's men. Oh, my gosh. Crikey. The worst part is is that it was Tarkovsky and McNeil that undid you. It was the Burnley special. You said, wait, I thought they were gone. Blue Burnley, we call them. Blue Burnley (laughs) FC. (laughs) The lads are back together. Sean Dyche, James Tarkovsky, and Dwight McNeil. That's the name. They need to sign like Ashley Barnes somehow. Yeah. That's the name of the pod episode. Blue Burnley FC. They should have signed Chris Wood. Well, Nottingham Forest is just going to outbid anyone. When they see their man that they need as a fourth string striker, they're going to get their man. They're paying those loan fees. Everton, Arsenal. uh, You know, Everton, from the off, their press and their formation, really solid. Yeah. They were looking really solid, really well organized. We've seen this earlier in the season. Where they were more organized and, and yeah. kind of a better unit. I don't think we've seen this level of energy and pressing no. from Everton. Um, so far this season, it's it's been more of just kind of staying organized. But this game, it was the press was... The level of commitment was insane. Yeah. They're running around. And I was surprised. I mean, I didn't expect them to be able to keep it up for as long as they did. I don't know. It might be beyond the new manager bounce. I mean, Dyche can get the most out of these guys, but I feel like, you know, he uh, he just has them. He'll have them playing well the rest of the year. Yeah. This is what I was worried about with everything going down. I think Dyche is just a good manager, but uh, yeah, Arsenal just not able to really break well at all. But definitely got better as the half went along, able to mm-hmm. get it further into Everton's territory. Um, you know, they're. Weren't that ma- there's a few chances, but you know, not really getting Enketia and Saka involved. Minus the Enketia one, he, I don't remember if that was first half or second half, but he like skied it, yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, funny enough, Everton kind of had Calvert Lewin clicking in this game, dude. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, out of nowhere, okay, so now he's like a player again. Well, he did miss he's the alive. tap in. He did miss the tapping, but still. He missed the tapping, but still. He was playing far better than he has all season. Probably yeah, for no reason. All last season, too. Yeah. Uh, Idrissa Gay, the eye gouger. He got Sokka in the eye, and then I think he got like, Martinelli in the eye. Goes in halftime. Nil-nil, second half. <clears throat> Everton looked pretty good. I, I noticed, you know who looked amazing in this game? Like, for no reason. Ducore. Looked like a whole new player. Ducore. It was like a new yeah. signing. Yeah. They went from having nothing to him playing well. Uh, best chance was through Odegaard, who ended up skying it. And then we had the subs of Jorginho and Trossard coming on. How'd that make you feel seeing Jorginho in red? Ugh, I didn't like it. Jorginho! I didn't like it whatsoever. Uh, he, didn't, then, he didn't really have that big of a role in this one. No. Soon after the subs, Arsenal concede. It's a Tarkovsky header for 1-0. Why is Odegaard on Tarkovsky off a set piece? I just had a feeling like, man, these set pieces, it's not good. No. Um, Arsenal wide attack was good, not great in this. Um, Everton was really giving the, the space wide, but crosses weren't that great. And even if they were great, the way Everton was organized centrally, it would be really hard to win a lot of headers um 
Chorsard had a good chance towards the end of the game. And then at the very end, this was like the worst day for Sam all Premier League season. He gets wrecked by former Burnley lads, and then he has uh, Neil Maupai just rubbing it in his face. Oh, we didn't mention the, the penalty shout. Oh, yeah. Where I believe it, have been. it was Neil Maupai pushed Gabrielle. Gabrielle, like, running away for no reason outside. Well, not outside the box, but you know what I mean. Like, they were going into the, the box. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a penalty. Well, what are you going to do? They're not going to call that. It's VAR. Yeah. Arsenal haven't had a f- enough VAR decisions go against them for a while, so maybe sprinkle. You can expect that in the second half of the year, sprinkle some of that on them. Well, I love that they just changed how they use VAR like mid-season. Uh, the check is complete. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're only going to use VAR if it's like absolutely clear and obvious yeah and like to me i don't know this one was pretty clear and obvious should have been a pen and then i don't know how like var referees the assistants don't like send them over more often than not just because it's like not because it's clear and obvious but like the uh, i don't know just a look just a look yeah i don't know because it's 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 hard to tell in real time yep seeing it once and the mop pie gets you wound up. Oh, I hate that guy. I hate him so much. My boy. He's Zil- so bad. Zielinski Zanchenko. He's so bad. He Yeah, he's like a really, just really... He bothers me. He's like a really, really crap version of... He's like a good... Like he's... Wolf wouldn't even be right because he's like infinitely yeah. worse than Wolf. Exactly. Ugh. There's there's know. no comparison. No. He's a man of bad. his caliber shouldn't be in the league. <laughs> That's true. Finishes 1-0 Everton. Brutal. Goodison, the cursed ground for Arsenal. Sean Dash, he does it again. Rubbing his bald head. That guy. Feast of worms for dinner. <laughs> Eat some dirt. Eat some worms. Oh, this game caught me off guard, but it's only my own undoing. On to the next match. Aston Villa versus Leicester City. Did not know James Madison was officially fully back from the off. Well, I kind of knew. You know, it's a completely different team. It's to the point now to where he's rumored to Manchester City. Would you believe that? James Madison, a Manchester City lad. Uh, I couldn't see it, but hilarious that he was rumored there this week. Yeah. Uh, Well, Villa opened the scoring early, nine minutes in. Scoring after Buendia has a shot hit off the bar, which falls to Ollie Watkins coming in with the little flying... Yeah, the flying chip flick. Flying chip flick. Right in, uh, what's his name, Danny Ward's face. Yeah. There's no way he's going to save it. It was pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, great start for Villa. You know it wasn't impressive? Their play out of the back. Their play out of the back. <laughs> I was saying this early on. I was yeah. like, I don't know, guys. Have you seen this Emery playing out of the back? I have witnessed this with Arsenal. It's I just rough. don't get if you're playing out of the back, why are your midfielders so far away from your defenders? Because eventually at some point you're literally just going to have to hoof it forward. Yeah, and it's exactly. like, what? what was the point of even playing out of the back? Yeah. You could have just had the goalkeeper hoof it forward. Yeah. I don't know. And speaking of playing out of the back, just a few minutes later, Leicester grabbed the equalizer after some terrible play out of the back from Villa. Uh, Dewsbury Hall gets the ball off of Kamara 
and James Madison ends up scoring. I mean, that it it was just like Martinez, yep, to Kamara, and just got mugged off. Yeah, I hate it, that straight pass. It's never gonna work, never, especially never even on. It. A lot of times they'll have their back to the rest of the field and they're facing the goalie, and that's just like you're really asking for it. The only way yeah. you can be saved is if it like kind of semi looks like he comes in kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And you just dive, and the ref might give it to you, but yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen it with City lately too. <clears throat> yeah, steams got to be careful. Overall, I thought Villa looked pretty decent in the first half when they weren't mucking about in the in their mm-hmm. own half, trying to play out of the back. Had a great chance in the twenty seventh minute after Emi Buendia whipped in a ball to Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins couldn't def- control the deflection. Yeah, I couldn't con- tell if that was like it was just behind him or he or he, uh, overran it originally, and then you could kind of see it was just like tipped a little bit. Yeah, I think the tip threw him off a little bit, but it, probably also a little behind him. Um, Leon Bailey had a rip from distance, and then Emmy Buendia had a header hit off the bar from a corner. Mm-hmm. But they finally get the breakthrough, the second goal, as Ollie Watkins drives a nice ball across, deflects off of Sutar on the debut for the own goal. Own goal FC, baby. Own goal FC, following in the <laughs> footsteps of Vootfoss. Vootfoss walked so I could run, Harry Souter says. Yes. Speaking of Vootfoss own goals, he's he's the, <laughs> the leading leader scorer for Liverpool. for Liverpool after the World Cup. Well, the 2023 table, Liverpool are at the bottom. Imagine being below, imagine being worse than Southampton in 2023. Bro. Couldn't be me. Bro. Couldn't be me. Absolutely brutal. But once again, Villa blow their lead. Leicester grab an equalizer in the 41st minute after a nice ball from Harvey Barnes, some vintage Harvey Barnes, finds a Nacho heads past Emmy Martinez. Uh, Nacho. welcome back. Yeah, it's about time. Welcome back. Good to see you. <laughs> Remember you playing so well like two years ago. Um, Yeah, he's able to be unmarked on this one. Uh, That was Tyrone Mings and Luca Digne. Absolute disaster class in marking there. Yes. Um, wide defending was absolutely optional by both sides in this game. <laughs> there, was, there was not much effort to get out there and stop crosses. True. How about your guy Tete? Tete, man. This guy was popping off. How the many first, Tetes we got in the league? The I first, don't know. The first Brazilian Leicester player. How about that? Oh, really? Yeah, how about wow, that? Wow, that's, that's a fun fact. You know, this this episode's going to be dedicated to all the Tetes out there. <laughs> it's going to be the week of the Tete. <laughs> week of the Tete slash Blue Burnley FC. Blue Burnley. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I have too much shame. Oh, the fine Tetes. Tetes all over. Tetes. Show me your tetes. Show me your tetes. <laughs> uh, Handful of tetes. <laughs> great run behind as Mings plays him on. Slots it. Just poor by Villa to lose in the midfield there. I think that was Kamara. Had a rough game. Probably one of his first bad games that we've seen. But going to halftime, 3-2 to two Leicester. Um, second half, Iannaccio clear on net. Um, goes wide. And then Buendia responds with a shot that forces Ward to make a save, both inside the first 
two minutes and a half, just showing you the tempo of this game. Mm-hmm. It's just wide open. Uh, Lester attacking with pace. Tete rips one wide on the counter attack. Um, but both teams really going for it. That open style of play. Um, Bailey had one cleared off the line by Voot Foss. He was tempting fate. He's like, I'm just going to throw it around the net, see what this guy does with it. <laughs> and then out of nothing, Moreno with an absolute whiff. Dennis Pratt is through and scores to make it 4-2. to two. That's how it ends. That's how it ends. Didn't, Lester. Didn't really feel like that game should have finished 4-2, to two, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I'd be curious to see what the expected goals were. But overall... Leicester doing what they do best. Hey, I wouldn't say they didn't it. earn it because Villa's defense was pretty bad and they capitalized yeah. on their errors. Yeah. Uh, I like Tete. Keep he, him going. He just, He's the new Vardy. He gets the ball and he just looks to score. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that. Um, James Madison back in the team changes things completely. Entirely. There's a whole other team. Yeah. Who's getting him? Someone's going to get him and Leicester is... Gonna get relegated next year. <laughs> is it Todd Bowley? Is it? I always used to think it would be Arsenal or Tottenham, but Arsenal they have Smith Rowe, who we haven't even seen yet. They're top of the league, so I don't know if there's really room for Madison. Yeah, I'd say Tottenham more likely. I. You think Daniel Levy would spend like seventy, eighty mil on him? Well, I guess Tottenham would be a better fit at this moment. I don't think they'd buy him. I would say that. He could be truly the sun replacement, even though he doesn't play wide, but you know what I mean? In terms of productivity and attack, he could yeah. be a sun replacement. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he'd fit in well with their kind of counterattacking. I'll throw in a left play. field. I feel like I could see Madison being one of those guys who's like the Englishman that goes abroad. Okay. He's just like at Inter Milan, and you're like, oh, yeah, James Madison's <laughs> there now. Or is that like Atletico? It's just like a weird. Interesting. I could see Interesting it. Interesting take. We'll throw it out there. Is he a nacho making a claim for the number nine shirt? <laughs> oh, what about your guy, uh, Pats and Daka? Pats and Daka. He's like, drop the two, I'm the number nine, bruh. Yeah, he's uh He's a number two. You drop the nine off his shirt. He's number two. Moving on to the next match, Brentford versus Hanks South. Hampton. This is one I felt good about, and I had Brentford winning. That's that's a bold take. You felt good about Brentford. You picked Southampton South to win last week. <laughs> <laughs> you picked them to win one now. Have you have you seen have you seen Nathan Jones? He's a joke. You see what he said about Welsh women or something? Yeah, this guy is just going crazy. I think he's lost his I, mind. I think yeah, he's trying to get he's trying to not get fired, but like claim like the insanity yeah yeah it's almost like someone who murders someone and then they go on trial and they're like your honor he's clearly insane look at him (laughs) you know he's he's actually getting me on his side because he's just coming out of left field with these random quotes like yeah i could have been a minor (laughs) i could have married a nice welsh woman (laughs) no offense to welsh women but you know i'm beyond i'm beyond i I like to strive for more it's like okay all right. Well, you ever team, notice he kind of looks like Sean Dyche? Kind of. He's I got, feel like he looks kind like of a big head. Yeah, he kind of looks like someone else too, but I can't put a finger on it. 
Oh, you got the other Nathan Jones. You got the WWE oh, no. Nathan Jones. Look at him. That should be the <laughs> hey, Southampton's much, manager. Much <laughs> we need them both standing together. He kind of give me, gives me some like Mega Mind vibes. I can see He's it. He's got a big head. Once he loses that hair, man, he'll be looking exactly be prime like Dash. Sean Dash. I can see it. I'm still waiting for him to look like this WWE guy, Nathan Jones. Yeah, that guy's kind of scary, not going to lie. <laughs> Let's get into this game, which was scary to watch. Actually, it wasn't that bad in the first half, and then it just fell apart. Yeah. Um, It's kind of balanced early, I would say, very early, probably in favor of Brentford, and then Southampton, about 10 to 30 minutes on, were kind of you know, not in the driver's seat, but holding their own. Yeah. And then it really turned in the Brentford show, but your guy in Buemo. The Brian and Buemo game. Brian right on, and Buemo. Right on uh Nathan Jones head. Getting the assist in the forty first minute. Ben Mee gets the opening goal from a contested header that he pays the ultimate sacrifice for. He gets <laughs> Yeah, a, completely a clocked in the head. Yeah, just completely clocked. <laughs> Can't even celebrate. And then just before halftime, Brentford grab a quick second. Wisa finding Mbumo in the box. Scores easily. What yeah, a ball the, from Josh De Silva. The Southampton defense in this was really bad. Wisa was clicking too. He hit the post earlier. Yeah. Scoring goals. Who needs who needs Ivan Tony on here? Yeah, Wisa. Wisa. Yeah, overall I thought I thought Brentford looked pretty good to end the half there. Yes, absolutely. Moving the ball pretty quickly. They got a solid game plan. Um, I think I think Jensen is really coming into his own. Yeah, he, I, he's he locking looks down really, that that role. Yeah, he looks really good. You know, we were talking about underrated players at the start of uh, the pod, and how people are saying Tim Ream's underrated. Yeah. I'd say Jensen might be one of the most underrated. Hundred percent. I, th- I, I don't see anyone talking. No, about exactly. Jensen. No one talks about him. No one talks about him at all. And I think I think what he's doing is comparable to like what Erickson was doing at the end of last season for Brentford. Yeah, he's filled and in. He's kinda just taking that role, but he's not as high profile high to profile, say the least. Yeah. But he's been playing really well. Yes. Halftime two nil. Early second half, Raya forced into a save after Romain Perot's shot was parried away. Um Southampton go for the the subs, just bringing in all the new guys. Nathan Jones loves to do that. Um, yeah, you got Walcott was in this game for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this? You sign a bunch of players and you bring on Bill Walcott. Why is Walcott at the club? You got you got uh, Mr. Alcatraz. Yeah, Alcaraz, Paul, Big Paul, Big Paul, man, Big Paul, and then Sulemana. Sulemana. How is this not just their lineup of like Big Paul and then you go with the Orsic guy, Suleimana out wide. You have Alcarez, Adozi, Lavia, James Ward Prowse. Just kind of load up the midfield. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's not that hard. I truly <clears throat> don't know how they're last. I feel like it's really hard for them to be last yet here we are here we are someone's got to be last true and that team should definitely be not everton that's true anyways brentford grab a third goal 
in the 80th minute. Rico Henry whipping in a ball to Jensen. Jensen, rather. Yeah, Belinda (laughs) Jensen. Jensen. Heads home for the third. Gets rewarded for his hard work. This game finishes 3-0. A nice clean victory for Brentford at home at the Georgia Tech Community Stadium. Lovely. 3-0. Easy as you like. Go what is Georgia Tech? The Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. I was going to well, say Brentford's, Brentford's the, the bees. The bees. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they named it that way. Um, I can't believe Southampton's only, f- like, what, four points from safety or something like that? So- Southampton? Yeah. I thought Maybe you said Southampton was in last place. Yeah. Look at the... Look oh, at you're the saying four points from safety on yeah. the, the higher end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this. Well, what I mean, Bournemouth are pretty bad. Everton West Ham's pretty bad. How is West Ham only a f- four more points than Southampton? Southampton have been so bad for like two months. West Ham's have been pretty bad too. They've been sneaky bad. A lot of draws. A lot, lots of draws. Too many draws. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. What are the odds that Nathan Jones is the Southampton manager at the end of the season? Two. Two two percent. <laughs> two percent. There's no way. I want him to stick around because he's a character, and we need we need an English manager that's just like unhinged. I think if I was Southampton, or, or he's Welsh. Yeah, I think he, uh, if I was Welsh. if I was Southampton, maybe you just if it gets to a certain point to where it looks like it might not be redeemable, he is Welsh. Yeah. Do you just? It's say, only five foot seven. Do you say, hey, Maurizio Pochettino, remember he used to manage us? <laughs> Here's a lot of money. Are we sure he doesn't? I mean, no, no one's giving him a job. Villa won't no. even give him a job. No. So he's just done? Someone's, he's just done forever? Someone will give him a job. Yeah, not that. You don't Villa. have to stoop down to Southampton. Do it, Poch. Do it for Southampton. No. You don't go from Nathan Jones to Poch. I think, you do. <laughs> I think we you need do. Nathan Jones. Why did they hire that guy in the first place? The Welshman. I don't know. I was saying that Luton, the whole time. Luton. Yeah, and Luton he brought too. in one of his uh, Luton defenders. James Bree. Who's getting, Bre- getting cooked. Gassed. <laughs> getting gassed. Jesus. I just signed this guy. This guy's a championship player <laughs> if i ever seen one. Well, they only bought him for 900K, and he plays right away for some <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah, what is that? Uh, anyways, moving on to the next match. Speaking of teams at the bottom, Bournemouth is one of them. Brighton, on the other hand, not so much. Also, people were throwing Matoma in as underrated. All it's right. like, no. We all know Matoma's goaded. That's, we've been saying that for literally like two and a half months. <laughs> we've been saying that three minutes after he got subbed on. Yeah. The first match. Like, yeah, that's what okay, I'm saying. this guy's awesome. Yeah, right away. That's when the guy's underrated. Not when he scores like six out of seven games and he's on a small club and you're like, duh, I think he's underrated. No one really talks about this guy. See, that, that's why we're getting in ground floor Tete, the Leicester Ooh, Tete. Tete might be the new the new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Buy your buy stocks Tete of stocks. Tete. Absolutely. Andy Sam's number, 37. It's strong buy. Strong buy. <laughs> It's a hell of a number for a striker. Well, I guess Torre is 37. 37's great. Torre, he brings disgrace to the number. Remove your number. (laughs) I can't respect anyone who who rubs baby oil on their arms. I mean, that's just... Who does that? I do it at the beach all the time. Who does that? Brighton and Bournemouth. Let me tell you something. Bournemouth, 
I, I think they have like a 10% chance of staying up. I really don't feel good about them right now. Yeah, it's pretty Even rough. though they have Dango. Well, especially without uh, Big Dom Solanke. That's tough, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked what they had cooking, uh, Dango, and uh, they had another new guy playing. Otara? No, that no, is Dango. Dango. Oh, whatchamacallit. Uh, um, the other Traore and then yeah. Semenyo. Yeah, I that... thought they looked decent. thought they looked decent. What country but... is Dango from? He's from Burkina Faso. What the hell is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> uh no, I you know, I do like the pieces on Bournemouth. I just don't I just don't trust it. Maybe it maybe they're this year's Brentford where it like goes really, really bad for a while and then at the very end they pick it up. That's I just their best bet. I think they're running out of time. Yeah. For it to all come together. Yeah. But hey, you never know. They spent a lot of money. Yes. Anyways, starting off the game. Uh, early chance for Brighton Neto forced into action and then kind of some Aston Villa-esque play out of the back Neto bad giveaway leads to a triple chance from the new Neil Maupai yeah Undav Undav looks just (laughs) like him I had a uh, I had a who is 21 and why did he not score off that goalkeeper giveaway yeah exactly that's all I could type in the span of him hitting the post He's, Two times. He's Neil Mopai 2.0. He's got the ability of Neil Mopai. What country is he from? Dennis Hundov. He's from Germany. Wow. Germany. I want to guess that. The German Mopai. I was going to say like Ukraine. I was going to say like Bulgaria or something. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be better. No. The Bulgarian Mopai does sound better than the German Mopai. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really should have scored on that. Big chance for Jeff Lerma. Yeah, After some nice work from Bournemouth. A lot Shot of this game was wide. felt a lot like similar to old Brighton with the possession. That's really you're not doing a ton with it. Mm-hmm. Kind of felt like Graham Potter's uh, Brighton at times. Yeah. Bournemouth looking to strike on the counter. A lot of half chances on the counter that mm-hmm. probably should have been more than just half chances. The execution on the counter just was not that great. Some real controversy. Twenty fifth minute, a stupid nine, making a challenge on our guy Dango. Yeah. Doesn't get the ball. No pen call. I thought it should have been. Of course, VAR is they're out to lunch. non-existent. Yeah, they're out to lunch. They're over here looking at pictures of the uh, Croatian women from the World Cup. <laughs> uh, just what? what's the point? What, what purpose? Just get rid of it. Yeah. Just get rid of it. It'll make the refs on the field have to be better. Yeah. And if you're going to go with something, stick with it for the whole season. You can't just change the rules mid-season. That's not fair. Am I the only one? Yeah, I think I am the only one who cares about the rules. I thought it was going all right, to be honest, the way that they were having it. Yeah, well. It was better. Once they overturned Chelsea's goal against Liverpool, okay, I, that, was, yeah, that, I was out. It wasn't perfect by any means, <laughs> that's for sure. I was out. Um, Let's see here. It goes to halftime, nil-nil. Second half, Danny Welbeck. Had a chance. Billy Gilmore had a chance, went wide. Billy Gilmore Gilmore. looked all right this game. Not great, but he looked better than he was on Norwich, which isn't saying much, (laughs) (laughs) but it's something. Um, Bournemouth had a couple of two-on-ones and three-on-twos in this, like even better chances this half and really couldn't capitalize. And it's like, oh, man, it's like hard to watch. It's like watching a, a car crash or like a little kid fall down the stairs or something. 
It's just brutal. Yeah, I thought they were really missing. Uh, or old person fall down the stairs, right? I say to in the midfield, just to link up the defense. Well, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Who's sitting that guy? Maybe you should have sold him. Should have sold him. Maybe yeah. you should have sold him. What good does he, he do wanted you on the to bench? be? Yeah. You know it's a lot better than Caicedo on the bench? 70 mil in the <clears throat> bank. True. Uh, Think of how many Matomas you could buy with that. <laughs> you could buy a world of Matomas. Um, yeah, Brighton really pinned Bournemouth in, in their own end in the last like, f- 10, 15 minutes. It was, there was no way Bournemouth was breaking out again. Yeah. Um, and then the... Uh, Sorry, Mento feeding Matoma for a good chance saved, and then we get the winner. Sorry, Mento to Matoma for the winner. I like how you say sorry, Mento. Yeah, well, that's all I say. Sarmiento. No, sorry, Mento. It's so- kind of like Moppy. Sorry, Mento. Yeah. Yeah. With the winner, who Matoma does it again? He's an animal. He's goaded. Yeah, clearly. People are talking about. Underrated. Holland. People talking about Mbappe of this generation. Yeah. Did you play university football in Japan like Matoma? No. Yeah, for me it's Dr. Dribbles. <laughs> AKA the Japanese buzzsaw, AKA what was the other one? I'm I don't remember. <laughs> it's Dr. Dribbles something Someone else. Someone rolled the tape back. We had three nicknames for him. Yeah. Shit. I'm going to go back and listen to the next episode yeah, and find it. Listen to it. Find it. We need it on T-shirts ASAP. Finishes 1-0 Brighton. Bit of a grind-out victory. Yeah. But they got it done. That's what you're going to have to do if you're going to get in the Europa League. Bournemouth, I think there's some some room for optimism with some of the new guys. But is Gary O'Neill the guy to no. put them together? No. I and why Scott so. Parker was relieved, we don't know. Yeah, they they didn't. They didn't like him because he wanted to sign more players. Yes, and then what did they do in the winter window? Yeah, they get they a new sign, owner and they, sign players. They sign players. Michael B. Jordan. Maybe he'll be the manager. That'd be awesome. And then there can be a, a feature length film about it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get one win. Hell yeah, man! That'd All be right. awesome. Next, next game, I think it's United Palace. United Palace. Oh yeah. The, run it back. Again. Again. And again. Um, game starts off with an early handball by Will Hughes. Just terrible. Why is why is your hand ever above your head? Yeah. Penalty. Bruno slots it 1-0 after the VAR review. Uh, United attack. Clicking. Um, Baguita looking good. Making some good saves. Uh, had one on Voodfoss and then on Rashford as well. Voodfoss? The, yeah. Voodfoss was in this game. The other Voot? There really can't be How can we have two Voots? Yeah. Voot is this. (laughs) Voot is this. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Veg horse with the chance. Um, Just another game where Palace look really lackluster trying to go forward. And it's honestly concerning at this point. Yeah. I don't don't like it very much. And as well as Vieira's done, I'll throw it out there. Maybe they should start sniffing around. New managers, just to see. Just to see. We'll see. Um, Fred almost sneaks one near post, but it goes wide. Uh, best chance for Palace comes off the corner. Richards, I wouldn't say a free header, but it was a pretty clear chance. He heads it high and wide. 
And I think their best uh, chance after that was Jeffrey Schlupp, who was kind of popping up all over the place in this game for some reason. Yeah. Uh, had one save, but goes in halftime 1-0. United, second half. United come out. Rashford skying one 10 minutes in the half. But then all of a sudden, Rashford cannot stop scoring after earlier in the year when I said he may never score again. Erling Holland has been transfer. His powers have been transferred into Marcus Rashford. It's truly incredible. Marcus Rashford is now just on an absolute tear. Yeah, the the Palace center back marking on that was quite bad. Mister Guehi was uh, out to lunch. I saw he was rumored to Tottenham this week for forty-five million pounds. I would sell immediately. What, what is the Tottenham scouting department? I, d- I think that by guys that are not that one for one thousand percent feels like um, either an agent or palace or someone like yeah, that. Yeah, probably. And then we get the ultimate <laughs> sequence right here. There's a fight. There's a strangling, and there's a red. This was awesome. It was so good. Shlop it was over like the stupid. Yeah, it was over like the stupidest thing too. Casemiro <laughs> <laughs> getting a chokehold on Will Hughes. His face was turning red. His beard was turning white. Yeah, you know it's tough when Will Hughes, the whitest man alive, turns any color other than white. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> um. Yeah. Funny VAR worked in this match. Yeah. They found that random little thing that no one would have seen otherwise. Yeah. Uh, I saw someone defend, like... What, Casimir? He wasn't actually choking him. Uh-oh. He was grabbing his collar. Uh-oh, bros. Uh, Uh-oh, okay, United, United bros. fans, you need to... <laughs> yeah. Need the thing I saw was, like, how oh, is this not choking, too? And it's IU kind of doing, like, sort of semi the same thing to... I forget who it was. It might have been, like, Rashford or something. But Rashford clearly wasn't, like, in agony or anything. Yeah. It's like it's a bit different. Um, Palace really started to pile on the chances. Gay he had a free header, but right at David Gea, and then the Jeff Schlupp oh, flick. The flick. What was that? Gets it to one. A makes it one to two. And then uh, Palace really piling on. Etze great chance, but drags it wide, and then Mateta cannot win a header for what was surely the equalizer at the back post. Massive header must be said by Bruno. Fernandes finishes 2-1 United. Um, yeah, a little more um, a little more spicy than it needed to be from a United, United perspective. perspective. Yeah, well, you know. It Make is, it interesting for is, the fans. Is what it is. Casemiro out for three games. That's going to be a big miss for them. Second half of the year doing a title charge. <laughs> <laughs> Casemiro's not playing after games. <laughs> Oh, the suspended man. Yeah, gets the, yellow, gets the yellow card accumulation, gets suspended, comes back first game. How about a red card? Fatty he, red card. He saw Joe Felix. He's like, hold my beer. <laughs> Let me get one Watch of those. Watch this. Watch this. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm worried about Palace's attack right now. Yeah. And I, I don't think – I think people would say you're crazy for thinking about uh, even looking to replace Vieira. Be like, what? He's done such a great job. And it's like, yeah, eventually, you know, he might just be kind of replaceable. I I mean, is your aspiration to eventually get above 12th place? Yeah, they looked great last season, but definitely has been a drop-off this season. And a lot of it, let's be honest, it's just Wilf. 
Wolf isn't the same guy as yeah. last year. And I think if they have a 15-goal scorer anywhere on the team, like they did last year with Wolf, yeah. you know, it it looks a lot better than it is. So maybe it's just a matter of finding a Wolf replacement, but easier said than done to find a guy to bag 15 goals a year in, year out. You can only get it so far by playing guys like IU. What like, are you trying to say? Like, come on. <laughs> Why is this guy playing? Why Will Hughes isn't good enough? Um, how dare you? Will Hughes is the new Milovojevich, sir. Clearly, you you weren't in on the memo, the Crystal Palace memo. I, I want to see Eze playing from the start. That'd be nice. Yeah, but just the Eze Elise show. Let and him. they they just kind of kind of got this revolving door of. Of an attack, Edward. and it's like no one's cementing themselves as a as a good option. It's sad. It's sad to look at. Yeah, they need to start scoring goals. And pa- it's okay. Palace sure. are going to loan Florian Balogun next year. That would be goaded. Not as goaded as uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers' performance oh. against Liverpool. Thumbnail pick. That's my. Uh, That's my Marcus Rashford celebration. Wolves, Liverpool from the off. You could tell Liverpool were in for pain. Three minutes in, first chance of the game. Cunha taking a shot at Ellison from distance, and then. To be fair, though, it kind of felt like one of those games where Wolves might get a bunch of chances and only score once. Well, but they did score once, once in yeah. the first five minutes. Yeah. Taking an early lead. Huang making a run into the box. Gets the ball over the top. Pass across to flex off a of ma tip and in for the own goal. Shout out own goals this week. Shout out Mr. Glass. Shout out Mr. Glass. A.K.A. He, he did it once again. <laughs> he did it once again. Was the again. 40th minute he came on? 42nd minute. <laughs> Somebody get this guy in like a like those inflatable bubbles that you just run around and he just dribbles that way. The balls are only against the actual ball. Absolutely insane how he can get hurt so much. Yeah, it's incredible. So much. Um, How about Craig Dawson, debut goal? Craig Dawson, who would have thunk it that he just slots into the team, gets the opening goal, a little scramble in the Liverpool box, ball falls to Craig Dawson. I mean, have a go, son. Have yeah. a go. What a rip. blast. You know what looked really good in this game? Sarabia. Sarabia, great job in terms of uh, kind of just moving the ball between defense and attack. Mm-hmm. Kind of what they've really been missing for the last like year or so. I, I shouldn't say missing because Matinho can do it, but he's also 37 years old, <laughs> so it's not always going to be there. Yeah. But I think if they can get that out of Sarabia, that'd be nice because there's too much to shoulder for Neves in midfield and if you get another guy in there that can kind of be balanced, that'd be a lovely sight for Wolves. I'd feel a lot better about them staying up. Mm-hmm. Liverpool had a couple chances. Um, Jose Saw made a good stop on Darwin Habibi Nunes on the counter. <laughs> and then Mo Salah had a little curler go over the bar. I think Mo Salah, you know those like fans that like look like Mo Salah? Yeah, would just be in the crowd. I think that's actually them playing. Mo Salah's in Dubai still. He like when he signed that contract extension, and then they released that video at the start of the year. They said, you know, you could just stay out there for the whole year. He stayed out there. 
And then they're like, we got this guy who's just around the stadium. We'll throw him out there. The this mis- is not the mistake of the contract extension for the old guy. Should have made his move somewhere else. Liverpool should have left him. He's pulling in Aubameyang. <laughs> it's like, all right, I got paid, man. <laughs> I'm done. I mean, to I'm be blue. Fair, <laughs> I'm blue. I'm back. I'm blue. That's to the be most fair, solid three years. To be fair, this Liverpool team is absolutely dreadful. Okay. Okay. Say that about Cody Gakpo. Say that about Bajsicic, however you say that kid's yeah. name. Say Cody it. Gakpo. Say it. Goes in halftime 2-0. Wolves. Absolutely in dreamland. What do you think about playing Nabi Kaita? Nabi Kaita is so bad. <laughs> I saw Tottenham were rumored with him on a free two at the end of the year. That'd be that fantastic. Would make, that would be a Tottenham move. A uh, little, little deflected shot saved. Handball shouts not given. Liverpool starting off the second half well, but unable to grab a goal. Mo Salah putting a shot wide. Been sloppy this game. Very sloppy. Just terrible. Just honestly bad. Downright bad for Mo Salah. Not even like below what he's doing last year, which was obviously good. But And you're just like, oh, well, you know, regression. Like, this is just bad. Yeah. Like, he's getting chances, too, and it's just not going yeah and for some reason they they have him sit centrally so much it's like why i don't i don't understand he doesn't play well down the middle don't gotta be on the wing get him on the wing get him wide let him cut inside darwin nunez had a great chance on the break ends up shooting right at jose saw he looks great and then wolves grab a third goal matinho winning the ball off of bicetich Yes. Hitting a long ball to Traore, who pings a ball across to Neves. First touch, second touch, finds the back of the net. Wolves. I, uh, I, I watched this game after the fact. I was not able to watch this game live. And, um, you know, I, I made note, this was not the Wolves' first time over midfield like Jurgen Klopp suggested in the second half. Jurgen Klopp, liar. Fraud. Absolute fraud. Sam's drinking water like Klopp. He's got the little, like, tiny cup. He's palming it. Did you... I think I sent the th- the clip to you, but after the game when he's like... <laughs> he goes... He's like, I uh, actually don't like to deal with you very much, and I prefer <laughs> if someone else asks the same question, and then someone's about to ask him. He's like, yes, you can go ahead and ask the question. <laughs> it's so funny. Th- this game... And I, I messaged you about this. This game was an absolute goldmine for the Klopp reaction gifts. <laughs> He's just perplexed. And I mean, how could you not be? I mean, your team sucks, but there's nothing you can do about it. So you just have to go out there and you're like, well, this is all I can do. And then it's just trash. And you just got to sit there like, what the hell are we? What is our squad? <laughs> our team sucks. It's his mouth is agape. He doesn't know what to do. He's just freaking out. It's he, so funny. He's, he's yelling at the bench. James Milner's just sitting there like, oh. I'm 39. Oh. I'm 39, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to the next match. Newcastle versus West Ham. This one was a little bit of a surprise. This it. one a little bit of a surprise, Chet. It's got to be said, Chet. This was a surprising game, Chet. Uh, Willick... Score well, uh, yeah. Willick scored. I forget yeah. who crossed him the ball in the first minute. 
Trippier, maybe? I forget. But someone passed to Willick, but the ball had gone past the buying line, even though Willick had scored. So after review, no goal. Um, like at, 20 seconds later. Yeah, Newcastle scores. Longstaff firing Wilson through in on that one-on-one. Slots it 1-0. Newcastle. Newcastle real good passing this game. I thought it was uh, top of the line. But this was truly the Paqueta game as he had a rip off the head slash face of Botman, and Botman had to go out. And Newcastle have yet to lose with Sven Botman in the lineup. He has to leave. Uh, Benrama chance at 28, but skied it. Uh, I thought West Ham actually looked good by West Ham standards in this game. Yeah, I thought Declan Rice was, oh, he was absolutely nuts. cooking. Yes, he was nuts. Uh, West Ham corner leads to a scramble, and the Paqueta slams it home for 1-1. Mm. Yeah, probably his best game as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, Newcastle just not really able to get set up in the final third or get behind West Ham towards the end of the first half. Yeah, West Ham were solid, man. I mean, they were holding it down. And it wasn't just all defense. No. They had some good possession. It's like the guys finally are actually playing for Moyes again. I feel like their tactics didn't change a ton. Yeah. But I feel like the guys are at least trying a bit more for Moyes now. And I think it has to be said, Newcastle really missing out on Bruno Guimaraes oh, yeah, in the midfield. 100%. Just really opened up that space for Declan Rice, Paquette to, yes. to do a little cooking action. Uh, just before halftime, great chance for Aguirre from the header. That guy's really good. Yeah, he's... You got Rolls-Royce defender West Ham He's a steal of the deal. I think there's a lot of guys on that Morocco team. Yeah. You should be snatching You them should up. be snatching up, and well, I'm surprised that... Well, Chelsea and United made a move on deadline day for Amrabat. He's probably the most popular, second most popular midfield player mm-hmm. on that Moroccan team. Declined, said that he's waiting for a move to Spain is what it is. Can't but blame at least him. Two, Don't yeah. want to play for Chelsea. Well, Chelsea or United. You want to play for Ten Hag these days. I'd want to play for wants. Chelsea out of those two because I know I'd get bully bucks. Oh, that'd be amazing. Eight and a half year deal, baby. Yeah. I don't have to play ever again. Two hundred k a week. Yes. Um, one one and a half times. Second half. Newcastle attack looking a bit better. Um, West Ham kind of seemed like they'd have to hold on for a point eventually. What do you think of Anthony Gordon, the new I Newcastle thought he looked man? Pretty good. I did too. He looked real good. He had that nice through ball uh, to Wilson on the break and Eguard with the insane tackle, wraparound oh. tackle. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Yeah, I thought he looked good. I think a lot of people were questioning the move, but it's a it's a fresh start for him. Goes into a little better scenario. Newcastle, far better spot than yeah, Everton. Yeah, not, there's not going to be as much asked of him. He's probably got a pay raise now. Yeah. Got a little uh, momentum to him, a little swagger. He's got it going, whereas Everton's just like sad and you want to leave. Yeah, he's got some better guys around him. To work with. Uh, free kick at the very end. Well delivered by Trippier, but headed right at Fabianski from Wilson. Cal Wilson had some chances. He scored one, so hard to be, you know, too 
too hard on them, but, you know, easily could have scored a couple and they would have walked away three points. Instead, it's a 1-1 draw. I'd say it's a fair result. Yeah, I think so. Impressive game from West Ham. Good to see them bouncing back, and hopefully that will continue. Newcastle still kind of having this this struggle in the goal-scoring department, scoring only one this game. Yeah. Opportunities for more than one, for sure. Uh, yep. Really. Moving, Moving on. on the Sunday games, Forrest and Leeds, last game. For Jesse Marsh. Jesse Marsh marching on out the damn door. Marching out the door. Leads with some unprecedented tactics of allowing a guy to sign players in the January window and then immediately firing him. Yes. Because, you know, why not? Get the Americans with the American coach. Sack the American coach. Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) Bring in all American guys and bring in the Salzburg guys. And then, yeah, take take out the guy who is the Salzburg American coach. Out of here. And then, I don't know, you're left with a bunch of guys. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's some good players in there, but we'll see. Early chance for Sinisteric getting back in the lineup. Yep. Um, little snapshot saved by Navas. Your guy, Kaylor Navas. Kaylor Navas. Who would have thought it? <laughs> what a world that he's playing for Forrest, the three-time Champions League winner himself. Yes. That is just really weird. You'll love to see it. Really weird. 13 minutes in. Uh, despite barely any possession, Forrest take the lead after a follow-up from a set piece by Brennan Johnson. Hits a really nice volley. Gets it past Millier to take the early lead. Who Steve Cooper's <clears throat> men. Steve Cooper's men at home. Man. They're they're definitely on roll at home. Hard to go against them. Despite the fact that they've been quite poor overall this season. Um thirty thirty first minute golden chance for Sinistera after Nyonto plays a perfect first time ball across the box for a tap in, but Sinistera blasts it over I'm selling. I didn't own any stocks of Sinistera, but yeah. I would be selling them if I did. Not impressed. Nanto on the other hand. Not impressed. You got to buy Nanto. That guy's awesome. Uh, a little rough around the edges, but very talented. Uh, Navas making some nice saves to end out the first half. One on Luke Aileen. And then another chance from close range from Nyanto goes in halftime, 1-0. And I got to say, I think Jesse Marsh's downfall yeah. was committing to Pat Bamford. Yeah, he's not good. He is so washed. His touch is like a lead brick. Yeah. One-year wonder in the Premier League. Great it's- championship striker. He should not have been playing all these games. If if he played someone else, um, I think things maybe would have gone different. But the blind faith to Pat Bamford that he turned it around yeah. after showing absolutely no signs. It's not like he's looking lively, looking sharp, and just hasn't got a goal. It's like You're this guy he's looks not bad. looking like Darwin Nunes. He's not looking like Darwin Habibi. Perpetually offsides. Yes. That's because it's he's so damn slow. <laughs> Pat Bamford is 
Uh, second half, pretty scrappy. Both sides vying for control. Leads pushing throughout the second half for the equalizer. Four sitting back, trying to hit on the counter. Leeds had a lot of possession in this game. That's not a place you want to be. But the end product, they're going Chelsea mode. No end product. You don't want Leeds to have possession. No end product. You don't want that. One uh, nil. Force one nil. Force might finish top half, bro. Okay. <laughs> Up to thirteen. With Kaylor Navas, I suppose anything's possible. I sent you the. They might be the new Vibes FC with their forty guys. I sent you that clip of Jay Ling's on the bench. After the game in the locker room, him and your guys, Serge Aurier, grittying. Some gritties all the way around. And Emmanuel Dennis hitting some weird, terrible shit-looking dance. You love to see it. Almost as much as you love to see Jack Holbeck getting in there for a half of football. Yeah, how about Andre Ayew getting in there? Andre Ayew, yeah, don't love to see it. I do because he's so bad. (laughs) He's so bad. Yeah, moving on to City and Tottenham. This game, it was what a what a joke of a game. What a joke, Pep Guardiola. He's at it again, folks. He's at it again. Started out with some classic City play, possession, but playing very slow, far too slow. Really weird. Something I noticed, guys not really getting first, um, first time passes off. It's a lot yeah. of like get the ball, take three touches, play a pass. I I wonder if around. their idea against Tottenham is to really pull them out because you know Tottenham's just gonna completely sit back. Yeah. So they're like, if we wait longer, then maybe they'll run at us. But that that throws you out of sync, out of rhythm from what you normally do. You just gotta stick with your strengths. I feel like, but. Yeah, Maybe it, we're reading too really much into bad. it. Maybe they just were really bad, and that wasn't part of the plan. Um, but, yeah, no, City playing too slow, too sloppy, and guess what? You get caught out just like the first game. Happens again. This time is like the 17th minute, I think, um, near their own box, giveaway. Kane slots it, 1-0, breaks the record. How about that? How about, how about that? Yeah, City doing themselves in. With the terrible play out of the back. Just yeah. asking for it. People saying that the team's too dependent on Holland. I think they're too dependent on not only Holland, but mainly De Bruyne. Like, if they can't get De Bruyne in the box, crossing the ball or dropping dimes, it's not going to happen. I was surprised to, not, to see him not start this one. I mean, I know he hasn't been in very good form, but, but still not having him start... Not having Gundawan starting. Yeah. I mean, I think Gundawan has been really important. He's always been important, and they just, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit ever. Yeah, but. I agree. And I mean, people say there's an over-reliance on Holland, but when you watch them play, he's not involved in the game most of the time. Yeah. So how can you say they over-rely on him? I mean, they over-rely on the end product, but... Yeah. I thought, you know, Bernardo Silva didn't have a very no. good game. I thought Gucci Grealish was probably the, one of, if not, their best players. Yeah, I agree. Mares really didn't have it going this game after he had been hot for a while. Um, and we called it uh, last week. They're going to be relying on your boy. Your boy, Rico Lewis. Rico Lewis. 
Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. <laughs> Who needs Giao Cancelo? Um, but Man City kind of turned on before the end of the half, just like the first game, and Mars rings one off the crossbar, underside the crossbar. Goes in halftime 1-0. Second half, your guy Ben Davis, chance off the corner. Uh, goes high. Hoiberg in this game just had, like, the most chances I've ever seen him have. And he just blew every single one. He literally had a breakaway where one of the f- defenders started running, like, uh, where they knew he'd pass because he just wouldn't keep running. He had a free lane. And yeah. he's like, no. Um, Big free kick chance, but Alvarez uh, is blocked. Or uh, it's blocked, and Alvarez ended up skying the chance. Um, Tottenham really close to breaking out a few times this game if your guy, Hyung Min Sun, wasn't so trash. Mm-hmm. Um. Jack Grealish in behind. Emerson Royale, massive, massive tackle. What is this? Yeah, what this is this is resurgence? about as confusing as uh, Calvert-Lewin having a good game all of a sudden. What is this? Royale with cheese is hot. Don't don't, don't get It's the torture chamber. You get anywhere near it, it's just going to put you in the spin cycle. Um, your guy, Romeo, with some nice nice tackling in this game. The first one on Holland in the first half just decided to yeah. shit house take him out. Okay, whatever. That's the twenty seventh minute though. Now Doesn't you're on the yellow shithead. Yeah. Then you do it in like the eighty seventh minute against Gucci Gorillish for no reason. You could just moved your feet. Instead you stand there and purposefully take him out. Stupid. Of all the times that he has deserved a, a red and hasn't got one. Finally he gets a red card. Much deserved, to be honest. That guy's yeah. like a walking red card who doesn't... Who, he gets away with a lot. Yes. Uh, it has to be said. Well, huge chance at the end. Rodri with the header. Big collision. Injury on your guy, Hugo Larice. Uh Finishes 1-0. Tottenham. Tottenham now going to be without Larice. They got Fraser Forrester in there. Apparently going to reach out to uh, Ben Foster. Ben Foster. He's an Arsenal fan, though. So no, on. they said he's a Tottenham fan, they said. Uh, Brutal. I thought figured he'd just been a Watford fan since they gave him contracts for multiple times. <laughs> yeah. All right. Big loss. Big loss for Man City. Could have picked up some ground on Arsenal. No, you got to go in the year knowing you're losing both your Tottenham games if you're Man City. That's true. Can't can't win at the freaking toilet bowl, that's for sure. <laughs> we talking about it's an amazing stadium. Yeah. All right. Last game, Last United game. leads. Leads with the press right away. They get a goal. Your guy with the rip from the edge of the box, Yanto. Leads going up 1-0. Um, leads with the next best chance. Cross, but strikes contact was not good enough. After about 10, 15 minutes, United looked the better side. United uh, kind of, you know, turned leads over and able to catch them out. But Bruno's dime to Garnacho was not enough. He shoots wide with no one marking him. And then he's played through, dangles the keeper, and the shot's cleared off the line. Mr. Garnacho had a very rough go. Should have scored probably twice. Also, he has terrible hair. What the hell is that guy's haircut? He he's like a freaking zoomer, man. They he's, all have terrible hair. Yeah, he's a coconut boy. Um Sabitzer looked pretty good this game. He had a shot from the edge of the box saved by Melier. Uh, 
Leeds really struggled to get the ball up, and oftentimes it was just hoofball. Goes in halftime 1-0. Second half, Leeds start fast. Again, they turn United over. And Somerville, with a great little run, forces an own goal off of Iran for a 2-0 lead. But that only awakens Marcus Rashford, who stays hot. He heads it home, makes it 1-2. Then Leeds go down. They have a free kick chance. Aronson threads it through the wall, hits the post. Um, felt like if they make it 3-1 there, that'd be hard for United to win or draw mm-hmm. at that point. And then you ask where he was, Jaden Sancho. He's back, baby. As in Luke Shaw and Sancho just actually walked through Leeds' defense on the left. That was pathetic, Leeds. Uh, for 2-2 two, two equalizer. Um Big chance for Varane at the end, but headed right at Melier. And then uh, free kick chance towards the end, but a big block slash deflection by your guy, Nathan McKinney. Nathan McKinney? Yes. <laughs> Weston McKinney. I'm thinking, they got hockey on my mind, thinking of uh, Nathan McKinnon. Weston <laughs> McKinney. Fair enough. Ends 2 2. Couple points dropped for United. Title contenders United. Everyone people are just like trying to brute force United into the title. Uh including play. me. And I'll say it one more time. So <laughs> second half of the year. Second half doing of the a year. title charge. Title charge. <laughs> Funny that guy's name is Andy Tate, by the way. Wow. That guy's that's who the we need idolize. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um Let's get into some predictions for this week. Let's do it. And let's do it, chat. Let's do it, chat. West Ham Chelsea at London Stadium. This has nil-nil written I, all over it. I was going to say, not even written all over it. Like, I think Chelsea's just on nil-nil watch until further yeah, notice. Yeah, exactly. You have to have two games in a row where it's not nil-nil to prove it wrong. That's what I was thinking. I was like, is this specifically a nil-nil or is this, or is it just Chelsea that is it's the Chelsea. nil nil team? It's Chelsea, yeah, it Chelsea. Chelsea. It's Chelsea, but West Ham too. They play into it. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go nil nil. You're gonna go nil nil. Arsenal, Brentford at the Emirates. I kind of want to bet Arsenal this week, but the odds aren't that great given the fact they just lost Everton. I figured that they might, you know, be more like minus one fifty. They're only they're minus two twenty or minus two twenty five. I don't. I don't feel like Brentford could beat. Arsenal, but I feel like they could draw Arsenal. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, Brentford's kind of going under the radar into this one. This could be a uh, tough matchup if Brentford's on their game. The only issue is I saw Brentford against Arsenal earlier this year, and Arsenal may look like boys versus men. Out yeah, there. for some reason that game Brentford just out of nowhere like looked awful. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's one of those things where they. Against the big teams, all the big six, they've been playing 3-5-2 this year, which isn't what they always play. Uh, sometimes they play it, but not always. But they've been playing it for sure against the big six teams, and for whatever reason, they were not able to get their hoof ball kind of moving forward against Arsenal on the counter. Arsenal yeah. was like, no, no, no. Our defense can stop that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Arsenal 2-1. I was going to say 2-1 as well. Oh, my gosh. I hope we have the same picks this week. Yeah. Palace, Brighton, Selhurst. We'll immediately have different picks on this. 
Hmm. I I feel like this is two teams that are kind of struggling. Yeah, Brian scoring department. Brian secretly struggling right now. I don't think most people would say that, but we we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, it's just a matter of do you want to go Brighton with the win or a draw? I think I'd say one one. That's what I was. <laughs> that was the one I was worried about. We've been spending too much time, Hank. Fulham Forest, Craven Cottage. Uh, I mean, Forest, Forest on, on the, the road, road is trash. Yeah, <laughs> almost as trash as Liverpool. On the road. I'm gonna go Fulham two nil. Two nil. You're gonna go one nil. Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd say one nil. Right. Fulham haven't been scoring as much lately. Bobby D. Cordova Reed special coming up. Uh, Leicester Tottenham. I sneaky like Leicester in this one. I do too, and that's what worries me. Because <laughs> we had this game last year, and I'll forever have flashbacks to Bergvine. No Romero for Spurs. Okay. That's a big miss for them because their center backs are hot trash. Yeah. I think maybe, should I put money on Leicester? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You might are hate sure? Leicester permanently. Are we sure I shouldn't? I don't know. It feels like Kane always scores against Leicester. Yeah. I don't know. I, something about it. I feel good. Maybe like a 2-1 Leicester. I'll jinx it and I'll go with a 2-2. Yeah, I could see that as well. Southampton Wolves. I don't feel Tottenham are going to win that game. Southampton Wolves. This one I really don't feel great about because Wolves, I don't want to put the the wagon before the, the however horse. The, yeah. Yeah. Sure, you beat Liverpool. I I just Lions you haven't been Liverpool. like yeah. I don't. I haven't seen it enough from Wolves lately, that much to have faith in them. But Southampton's been so bad. But eventually, they have to win one against these terrible teams too. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of on my my Your Lester, Wolves arc. My Leicester arc earlier this season where yeah. you're like Leicester is trash, and I'm like, wait, 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 hold up, let them cook, let them cook, and they cooked. <laughs> I think Wolves, I think they're on they're the, coming around. They're on the upward trend. I am declaring it the I Wolves will, arc. Okay. I, I have more faith in that than Leicester. The only reason yeah. I say that is because I think I have more guys on Wolves that I like. Oh. James Madison. It's less about James Madison, more about good. having to watch like Daniel Amarte. Well, you know. <laughs> you I don't think Wolves perfect. does Wolves have a guy on their team that I hate besides Troy? I don't think so. Although he's a pretty big component. Yeah. But anyways, I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. I'm going to say 2-0 Wolves. All right. Nathan Jones out? Nathan Jones, he very well might be back in the Welsh coal mines. <laughs> of a Luton. <laughs> uh, Bournemouth, Newcastle. Yeah. At the Vitality. Take your freaking championship players back with you, Jesus. Would you? <laughs> um, well, Southampton might go down the championship next year, so they might need him. <laughs> true true guys. they were planning in ahead they're like yeah. we're gonna go down anyways um this guy's a solid championship manager <laughs> let's get out ahead of ourselves uh bournemouth newcastle i looked at this too the odds for newcastle are like minus 190 it's like i get bournemouth stink but it is a road game newcastle haven't been as sharp lately i, I don't know newcastle has been struggling to score i just really don't want to pick bournemouth there's a bunch of these teams where I see the game and it's like they're either going to win or draw. And that's how I feel about Newcastle. But yeah, I can't see them losing, but I I th- could see them drawing. I'm thinking 1-1. One, one. Okay. I'm thinking 1-1. I'm going to ride one, with you 1-1. Little, one, little one. dango action. Yeah, I'm going to ride with you 1-1 one, one on that. 
Oh, Leeds, God, we're going to do United. it again. United just plays teams twice in a row in quick yeah. succession. That's the new thing. That's how that's how they like it over there. Um, I think United looked better to close out the game. I think they'll be a little more ready for the Leeds press yeah. in this one. Although no Casemiro. So, who knows? I'm going to go United 2-1. I'm going to say United 2-0. And I think it's not going to be a great performance, but they're going to do enough in the second half, get two goals. City, Villa, Eddie had. Could be a good rebound game for City. But Villa did give City a good game on the reverse fixture, and that was when Villa was like trash. Aim. 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 Um, City's not playing so well. Maybe. I'm going to go with City 2-0. Yeah, I think City will win. I think uh, I think Pep Guardiola kind of knows Emery's tactics with playing out of the back. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 3-0 City. <laughs> You're just trying to make a case for Villain and pick a 3-0. Uh, Liverpool-Everton, last game of the week, Anfield. He surely can't do it, can he? Sean Dyche, come on, baby. Cook, cook. Let Did this Burnley, cook. Burnley beat Liverpool at Anfield one time, didn't they? Mm. Maybe it wasn't Klopp, though. Mm. The only ones I remember... I know Everton beat them, and I know Southampton beat them because it's the Hans crying game. Wrecker versus Burnley. Wow, look at that. Wow, we're going to like the 1800s. Oh, they did lose to them 1-0. Yeah, how about that? January 2021. How about that? We don't know if that's at Anfield or not, but that's awesome. Yeah, I think it was because Liverpool was... Oh, versus. Yeah. Wow. No, what? No, never mind. The 2016 one was where uh, they had like 80% possession. You remember that? Yeah, yeah I do remember that. <laughs> they lost 2-0 at uh, Turf Moor. At Turf Moor, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's legendary. We did say Everton was the club of the future at one point this year, and little did we know now is the future. The time is now. The time is now. <laughs> Who could have? I'm gonna go. This? I'm gonna go with a one-one draw. Uh, Liverpool at home. I'm gonna say two-one. Liverpool. Okay. But I don't feel great about it. No. I mean, who could feel great about Liverpool? It's a Liverpool. They're somehow below Chelsea. Imagine being below Chelsea for God's sakes. How how could you drop off this hard? You don't have any depth whatsoever. Yeah. You have a prediction for this week, Sammy? Uh, other than Dango getting on the scoreline. Yeah, I think you called that last week. You can't just repeat predictions. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm repeat predictions until one Dango. happens, and then you're just like, yes! Uh, that's why I did it. That's why I did it. I'm going to say, as a scores for Crystal Palace. Okay. I like it. Yes. I like it. I was thinking you'd do a... Uh, Evan Ferguson assist, but he's okay. hurt. He's coming back for this one. Is he? I, no, I wanted I to do a little little Wolves action. Oh, who's gonna who's gonna get in for Wolves? Ait Nuri assist. 
I never is. It's Hugo Bueno. Lamina, the revenge game for Lamina. You remember Lamina in Southampton now? Oh, yeah. We'll leave it there, I'd say. Yeah. All right, folks. Oh, we got one more game. Is there one more game? What's the... Arsenal oh, Arsenal Man City. City, that's right. In the middle of the damn week. Good call, Sammy. At the Emirates. At the Emirates. At the Emirates. I think a lot of it depends on how these two games go, Arsenal versus Brentford, City versus Villa. I think they're how both... How the momentum goes into that one. I think they're both going to be... They'll both win each one, but it depends on, you know, uh, Arsenal have a little bit of a tougher matchup, IMO, even though Villa have looked pretty decent since Emery took over. Uh, I don't know. I I feel confident in uh, Arsenal's defense to lock up City the way City's attack has been going, but these games are always, they feel like, not cup finals in terms of like a Champions League final, but they feel like, I don't know, what's some, like a Carabao Cup final. Anytime like the first and second team play. Does it not? This is going to be massive. There's always something a little weird about when Arsenal plays Man City because Man City has kind of really got one over Arsenal for the past number of years. But Arsenal has been getting closer. Um, We saw that last season. Yes. The big brother versus little brother kind of thing. And can this be the year that Arsenal finally does it? These games are going to be huge. Huge. Arsenal plays Man City twice. Haven't played them so far. And I think that'll be what defines the title. Yes. I think if Man City wins this game, they can get some momentum going. And I think Arsenal, very young team, you might see some... Some, some waivers, jitters. some jitters, some nerves. Okay. Whereas City, they got the experience; they've won it all. So, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say City two one. I think it'll be another game where Arsenal plays pretty well, but things just don't quite fall their way. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be tough, but I feel like if Arsenal get a result against City, it'll probably be this one. So I wouldn't roll out an Arsenal draw. Yeah. For sure. But I'll go. I, you know what? I will go with the draw. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. All right. You got a team of the week? Anything? No, I didn't make one for this week. I should have. But should have. The only guy, I'll give player of the week, and it'll be a, a co-player of the week. It's going to be Tete and Lester and Tete for Fulham. Hell yeah, Tete squared. <laughs> yes. Tete squared. That's the name of the episode, Tete squared. <laughs> if only you put the actual like carrot in Oh, the... dude, I'm going to get the little exponent. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Or are you saying like the thing on the E of Tete? Or are you saying the N- exponent? No, I was saying the exponent. Okay. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Until next time. Until next Adios. time. Adios. Mis amigos.